Hello and welcome to Business Line Podcast. I'm your host, Venkatesha Babu, Deputy Editor and Chief of Bureau Business Line Bangalore. Today, we have an interesting guest to talk about the infotech industry. It is one of the few genuine success India has had on the global stage, especially after the 1991 economic reforms. Industry body NASCOM estimates that this year, the IT industry will be about $194 billion dollars including about $150 billion in export of software services and business process management. The industry employs about 4.4 million white-collar workers and several multiple of that indirectly. Karnataka has been at the forefront of the IT revolution in the country, contributing almost a quarter of the IT ITES exports from India. The person who is tasked with facilitating growth of the sector is the Dynamic Minister for Higher Education, Information Technology and Biotechnology, Dr. C.N. Ashwat Narayan. He is a qualified physician. Dr. Narayan did his MBBS from the Kasturaba Medical College, Manipal. Prior to entering public service, Dr. Narayan was an entrepreneur running a clutch of educational institutions. Apart from the above-mentioned portfolios, Dr. Narayan is also in charge of the skill development and entrepreneurship in the state. Welcome to Business Line Podcast, Dr. Narayan. Thank you, sir. Uh, first, let me uh, start off by asking you, uh, where is Karnataka today in terms of its positioning as far as IT and ITES exports is concerned? Um, does it still continue to punch above its weight as far as the contribution to the national export of software services and PPM? At present, uh, the IT and ITS uh, export, what is happening in the state of Karnataka is around 58 billion US dollar software export has been happening. So further to strengthen this, we are trying to expand it beyond Bangalore. And as well as strengthening the city of Bengaluru also, in whatever possible ways we can strengthen, we are doing all the required things. So in this direction, we have come out with many policies uh, in consultation with the industry uh, to encourage more and more establishment and for the growth of the industry, providing them the skilled manpower. The most important is the skilled manpower. So in this direction, the national education policy has come very handy uh, to ensure the qualified and the skilled manpower will be available in plenty because the growth is going to happen in much more bigger way because almost all the services will be IT enabled and all the companies will become technology companies, all possible institutions will become technology companies. So fully knowing what kind of potential is there in the future, we are trying to gear up in all the forms to accelerate the present talent and build a future talent, not only in the STEM, in the non-STEM also, we are trying to promote it. And more so the national education policies are very forthcoming and very progressive to address all the future requirement probably will be not second to none in the terms of education in the matter of next 20 years, we'll be in the topmost order of the providing the quality education. I'll come to the Beyond Bangalore push, uh, Dr. Narayan, in a moment. But uh, after becoming the IT and PT Minister of the state, what have been your key priorities distinct from what the earlier regimes have done? 
the it startups its and technology enabled services and digitalization has become the order of the day and particularly in the backdrop of the covid 19 completely the physical world is shifting to the virtual world so for all this good reason now entire world is been betting on the virtual world and it enabled services and from agriculture to space everything is dependent on it enabled services so because of all these good reasons we are trying to promote and strengthen and adapt not only promote adaptation also integration adaptation everything should happen it will strengthen and improvise the way we have been providing solutions and whatever problems we have been facing in the society can be very effectively addressed and tackled through the adoption of the technology and as well as the digitalization so in this direction we have seen what kind of changes been dynamically been happening in our daily lives in the our society so uh, in the school education also the coding will come into picture and uh, will ensure that the digital learning will be given the top mode emphasis and the learning and the coding will be uh, promoted in much more bigger way by doing all these things the integration of the technology also will be promoted much bigger way even the last man in the society gets the benefit the real equality the real equality and the inclusion can happen through the technology how much of difference it has made now by adapting the aadhar or the payment gateway how the things are transacting in the matter of seconds we are able to transact with anybody anywhere across the world and this has benefit the really society and uh, so we are looking forward and as an it and uh, bt minister we are trying to promote it bt in a very big way sir the criticism in the past has been that uh, the industry is too concentrated in bangalore choking up the infrastructure of the city the city has not been able to keep up our pace with the kind of growth which the it industry has seen what specific steps have you taken to push this industry beyond bangalore into a tier 2 cities like mysuru hubli tumkuru gulbarga and other places too sir since we want a uniform growth of the state not just a concentrated growth we want to have a uniform growth across the state in this direction we are trying to take the technology startups innovation everything beyond bangalore so in this direction we have come out with many policies beyond bangalore policy it policy esdm policy engineering r and d policy many more policies have been brought out to encourage the establishment of the companies beyond bangalore and as well as the growth of the industry we are expecting the growth in next 5 years to the growth to happen not less than 6 times of the present size so this 6 times the growth if it is going to happen only bangalore cannot absorb all these things in the next 5 years probably extending it beyond bangalore will be the best solution and that's a way forward so we are trying to avail these benefits of the or the opportunity what has been there within next few years and along with this the covid 19 has become more conducive for us to take it beyond bangalore since earlier they never even imagined that the things can be done from remote places from anywhere or work from home uh, the services can be provided that kind of confidence was not there earlier now the covid has shown you can work from anywhere many of them have moved back to their respective places 
so now this confidence has been created and even the companies are quite comfortable allowing things to go on beyond bangalore india this year created more unicorns than even china traditionally bangalore has been the startup capital of india what have you done to further foster this uh, startup culture and any specific steps taken by your government sir as you rightly pointed out now more than 50 to 60% of the unicorns are from the state of karnataka that to particularly bangalore and we are very proud of it and such kind of entrepreneur innovators startups are based in the state of karnataka it is a real pride for the state and the people of the state that such a good number of startups or the unicorns are from the state so in this direction we have got many program elevate program has been designed and elevate for women especially and for the socially and economically disadvantaged group also we are providing elevate unnati and along with this as a celebration of the 75 years of celebration even our honorable chief minister announced in a amrit mahotsav amrit startup program especially for the disadvantaged section it has been designed and in days to come we are going to have cluster based startup funds we are going to provide more and more funds for the cluster based and we are going to encourage in every possible area the startups and the and along with this the procurement policy what has been announced in the state of karnataka we are giving lot of space for the startups to get into the procurement of the state procurement we are giving them very good opportunity emd has been exempted and uh, we are made mandatory for the bigger companies to have startups at least minimum 20% of their contract should be given to the startups and uh, even the startups have been given eligibility criteria in the terms of experience and in the turnover exception has been given up to 2 crores of supply can be done by the startups to various departments in the state of karnataka mm-hmm. by doing all these things we are encouraging the newer companies and the new startups to come forward be part of the supply chain and getting them lot of employment and business opportunity and more so with regard to the ecosystem it has become a culture it has become an a culture uh, in the state of karnataka and we are coming out with many policies which is conducive and very encouraging and we have brought in a innovation authority wherein the startup whatever has been initiated which have become successful whatever the tweak in the last or the changes in last to be brought in we are doing it in a very rapid and very good uh, response or the immediate response will be given to be to bring out a new laws which is conducive and encouraging for the startups and with regard to the funding and the investors also if you look at the kind of investment in being happening in the state of karnataka more than 50% of the foreign direct investment coming into the india is been 50% of the share is been taken by the bengaluru and karnataka and more so many investors are based in karnataka and bangalore they have been giving lot of encouragement lot of incubation centers lots and lots of incubation centers have been established common instrumentation facilities been established new age incubation networks been established and more so the national education policy is very conducive and encouraging we are encouraging even the universities to come out with lot of incubators in their campuses to encourage this culture of startup in every levels of learning in terms of deploying technology to ensure more effective governance what steps has the karnataka government taken in the recent past 
from the year 2000 itself government of karnataka took a lot of interest in the terms of digitalization and adapting of the technology in this direction the bhumi was the first project which was initiated in the state of karnataka and uh, it was initiated nationally bhumi yes, was a project nationally and internationally it was recognized e markets which was initiated in the state of karnataka like that many programs were initiated in the state of karnataka now we are providing the platform all the department so that this platforms are made used to simplify the entire process and the governance is been based on e governance e governance based governance we are providing so that earlier we used to talk about you know providing the services to the doorsteps we are gone ahead and we are now telling the services is at the fingertips mm-hmm. we are trying to provide the services at the fingertips now digitalization of education is been happening in a very rapid pace the state of karnataka it is not just limited to the edutech companies the same has been adapted by the government of karnataka with regard to the medtech even in the health health tech health field also we are trying to completely adapt the digital technology and ensuring the medical technology remote services is been provided across the state and in all possible all departments technology has become the way forward to easily provide the services and reach out to the every possible person in the any given place any given situation so aadhar also has become very unique uniquely aadhar has increased the digitalization and along with the aadhar the payment gateway has also increased the e-commerce has been growing and all these good reasons uh, we can do it extremely well the ecosystem is growing so well and i think we can flourish the flourishing of the technology will happen and this is become the way forward which your society makes use of it it will benefit a lot and they can do well starting wednesday the 17th of this month you have the bengaluru tech summit which is the 24th edition of that what are you trying to achieve by holding the summit how many countries have you partnered with and uh, who all are well known speakers who will be talking at this tech summit sir now we are expecting more than 30 countries to participate in the global innovation alliance and in the bengaluru tech summit the global innovation alliance is been growing in a very big way the collaboration is been happening between government to government institution to institution and between the business stakeholders the kind of platform what has been created easily the global innovation alliance countries are able to easily interact with all the stakeholders particularly with the innovators and technology companies very easily the platform has been simplified and more so the startup companies are also benefited in a very big way because they are able to understand and get information what is happening in the counterparts on other side and as well as showcase with them the kind of advancement what has happened here and get the potentially sharing of information and collaboration can happen between country to country company to company and institution to institution and the companies also will get a the our state companies and our state startups also will get a, a global opportunity a opportunity and a market access in different level and getting leverage to and getting the opportunity to leverage their companies in global level these are the some of the finest things which is happening and it has been happening in the both the way both the way the benefits is been passed on and more so for all these things ultimately 
the investment also flows investment for the potentially good startups they get a lot of funding and they will be requiring a lot of funding and as well as the the support system mentoring support system finance everything flows in and thereby doing that everyone is benefited and more so a solution is provided to the society with regard to the whatever challenges been faced in the society will be able to get a lot of solution as well as the disruption in many of the areas so there by lot of transformations are given to understand are also expected to address the summit uh, that's yes correct. sir along with this our two prime minister the prime minister of the israel naftali bennett is going to address us and as well as the scott morrison prime minister of australia is going to address this is something you know really unimaginable and things are happening things are happening and uh, they are showing lot of interest to come forward to be part of the bengaluru tech summit bengaluru tech summit is growing strength to strength and year on year it is growing in very much bigger size and and it's reaching a global heights in a very in a positive way and a good way one of the key concerns of the industry right now is the huge war for talent which is happening because of very high attrition rates this year the industry is probably to see double digit growth which means that there is a demand for a huge number of skilled workers and there is a short supply as far as that is concerned you are also the minister for skilling uh, in the state what is being done to address uh, this uh, shortage sir are you working with both industry and academia to address this shortage at present uh, for the immediate requirement what we are trying to do is accelerating the talent the existing talent itself we are trying to accelerate and ensure that they rise up to the industry standards and requirement there are many people who are still looking for an opportunity we are trying to scale them up and existing manpower also we are trying to upskill and even the industries have been doing the same to upskill and along with this uh, the supply of the manpower also the skilled manpower we are trying to strengthen and collaborate the relationship between the institution and the industry and uh, ensure that the students passing out of this institution are up to the industry requirement and they are ready for the employment and we are increasing the numbers and ensuring whatever requirement numbers are required by the industry will be fulfilled from all the direction and already the double digit growth is happening now more than 12 to 14% growth is started already the growth of the industry and this to come probably it will increase by double mm. double the growth rate what is existing already we have 12 to 14% growth is been happening mm-hmm. and we can expect double of that sir one of the uh, recent criticism against uh, your government leveled by the opposition has is relating to an alleged scam around a bitcoin hacker how has the government tried to address that sir are there any indications at all that this actually happened as the technology minister of the state how are you ensuring data security to all the relevant government portals because that's been one of the accusations that he hacked into a karnataka government portal too so in this direction cyber security has become a most important area we are coming out with a cyber security policy to address the concern and strengthen all the institution and empower train and create lot of awareness with regard to the cyber security the cyber security policy will be really forward looking and and it's going to safeguard the interest of all the customer consumer uh, 
and the industry. I can assure you, they should come probably as the digitalization and the innovation has been expanding. Similarly, the cyber aspect also needs to expand and cater to the requirement safeguards. So with regard to the Bitcoin, government has been always very transparent and accountable. And we have ensured there's no scope for any confusion. The investigation has happened. So for whatever investigation breakthrough has happened, already we have shared every possible information on the public domain. And whatever investigation still it is going on from the enforcement directorate or CBI, we allowed them and we have given all the cooperation, even from the state, the investigation has been going on. And the law of the land, the courts also are seized of the matter. The hearing has been going on in various courts. So in this direction, we are not trying to conceal anything. The opposition is free to come forward to show and produce whatever information if they possess, they are free to furnish and keep it in the public domain. They are most welcome. Probably they are not having any information, just like that they are making statements. Even the global semiconductor chip shortage, the government of India has been talking of encouraging uh, fabs, setting up of fabs in India. Will Karnataka government aggressively pursue and woo anybody looking to investors set up such fabs in the country, sir? It definitely it has become the requirement since the consumption of the devices or the electronic goods has been the demand and the consumption has been increasing drastically. And that to a developing country like ours, probably there's a vast scope. So instead of depending on imports, probably one day suddenly our requirement will not be fulfilled by some other country. We need to become self-reliant. So in this direction, the manufacturing of the semiconductor has to happen and assembling of the semiconductor has to happen. At present, we are good in designing the uh, chips. So days to come, we need to manufacture and assemble in the in our country, we'll be hoping and we are confident that most of the manufacturing and assembling of the semiconductor will happen in the state of Karnataka. We are going to focus more and more on electronics of manufacturing. So we'll be trying to give more and more emphasis on this direction, encouragement and emphasis. Hopefully the fab manufacturing does happen. Thanks sir, for your time and it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for Thank your you. Thank you, Venkatesh. Thank you so much.